Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Hey everybody, it is Jerry flying solo on his 0-3 solo podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, anytime I do a solo pod, we seem to lose and it sucks. Um, just throwing that out there, unit. Um, it has been a stinky turd whenever I do these alone. Because uh, it's just always this L. And tonight we caught it from the Clippers. Um, in a 118 to 110 loss in LA on the second night of a back to back after going to overtime in Portland, getting in really, really late. Uh, I mean, our, our guys fought. Uh, I'm going to give them that. They just didn't fold, and they had a lot of reasons to in different times to really fold. And they just kept it together um, against, let's be real, this is a really well coached team that they have over there in L.A. Uh, Doc Rivers is doing something pretty nice considering they got rid of some some pretty major pieces here uh, just recently within the last couple uh, couple months, I guess, now. It's been a while. Uh, but still pretty, pretty impressive that they're hanging out at that eight seed. Um, they got a little bit of a cushion. Uh, this, you know, win helped them keep themselves afloat a little bit more over the Clippers. Or not the Clippers, the Kings, their other uh, California team up there. Uh, so, I mean, without further ado, I'm just going to get into this TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. So I'm going to make this short and sweet, guys. Uh, I mean, we start out in this game and Russ just seems to, you know, Start where he finished the night before, being clutch, hitting those mid-range shots. Uh, he actually opens up the game with a nice little mid-range jumper. Uh, continue on, you know, Ferg starts the game off hitting a three uh, out of that right corner, and it's it's looking pretty good um, to start off with. You know, uh, the shots that the Clippers are making have been tough shots. Uh, it, and this is probably in about the first three minutes of the game. Uh, we just, I, I don't know. We, we already put them in the bonus. And whenever you put a team in the bonus so quickly, like we did there, um, it, it changes the way you have to play the rest of the quarter. Um, you know, you're not able to be as a little bit more aggressive. Um, and, and some of these calls that we were getting, uh, some were questionable. 
at times, and I'm talking for the whole night, not just the first quarter here. Other times, you know, this was just us doing something silly. Uh, there was just a lot, a lot, a lot of fouls this game. It seemed to last on forever. I know that first quarter was just ridiculous, in my opinion, as far as the time goes. But, hey, I, I love basketball, so, of course, I'm going to stay around for it. Um, so after putting him in the bonus, you know, three minutes into the stinking game here, uh, JG makes a really, really nice move, um, across the middle. He ends up getting the continuation on this and it's, it's an and one. He ends up converting it. Um, he is just continuing to impress me with some of the things he does. And we'll talk a little bit more later about some of the other things he did tonight that I was pretty, uh, pretty impressed with um so after that jg layup uh the clips go on a 7-0 run i mean and, and it just happened really really quick I, I believe out of that seven points lou williams had five of them so he literally just came in and started getting buckets and, and the man kept on getting buckets all night on us um <laughs> I, I take notes during the game i think most of us do here um, and one thing that I wrote down that Chris Fisher had said tonight, he said, oh man, we had a rare turnover. And this was like probably about five, six minutes into the game at this point. And I just died laughing because it's just like, what team have you been watching lately? Because we've been turning the ball over a lot um, and not forcing them over like we usually do. So um, with about six minutes left, um, Giles, that rookie, uh, I'm pretty sure he ticked Russell off. Uh, you know, Giles went on a little bit of a run himself. Uh, I believe it was a layup and then a th three from the left wing. Uh, Russell, I I'm thinking he said something to him, and Russell didn't take too kindly to it. Uh, after he hit that three, Russ just decided to go at him aggressively the rest of the night. Um and he really, really went at him. I mean, the very next play, he goes down and just pretty much bullies him and, and gets himself a nice little bunny. Uh, and he just continues to take over as far as the team scoring goes. It just it never lifted off. You know, it was it was pretty much just Russell. I mean, JG played a played a pretty good game. I'm not gonna sit there and say that he didn't, um, but. We just weren't rolling at all. I mean, we put up 110, and um, it just didn't feel that way if you were watching this thing. And it was, uh, at times, really tough to watch just because we could not buy a bucket uh, for good stretches. I mean, thankfully, during a lot of those times, we were getting stops, so it helps. But, uh, I mean, it, it just is what it is. Um one thing that I took note of is, you know, when the Clips, they, they took a timeout. Uh, we went on a, I believe it was like a 4-0 run real quick. They were still up 7 or 8 at this point. They come out. Uh, Russ just continues to take over, gets himself a nice little layup. Um, and then he goes to the line. He misses two and then makes two. And that seemed to be sort of the mantra all night tonight um that's just the way that it was uh we were shooting a lot of threes already uh here in the first quarter uh that's one thing that that i just noticed and i was like man please don't fall into this three trap please don't fall into it 
uh kind of did um but one thing that that happened next in all this first quarter is you know harrow is a dog i mean the guy just that's the way that he plays he's going to make it tough on you and try to do stuff that he knows he can get away with legally and make it, you know, look like it was an accident or anything like that. You guys all know what I'm referring to when he hip checked the hell out of Dennis here. Um, it, I was mad about that play. Proud of Russ for, for stepping in right there and trying to defend his guy. He did get a technical though. Uh, so that's his 15th. And this is all happening in the first quarter still. Um, so he gets his 15th tech. He has one more. He's sitting. Um, I was mad that they even called the double tech at that point since it was just a common foul. Like, you might as well have just not called anything else. Um, but that was just sort of how the night went all night tonight. So it was just a weird, weird night as far as the, uh, the officiating went. Uh, but... You know, we adjust and and we stayed the course. Um, you know, we were down by ten at one point in the first quarter. We sort of cinched this thing up. We miss a bunch of free throws. I believe we missed four or five free throws at this point. Oh no, we missed six actually in the first quarter. Um, and we're down at ten one point. It's thirty six thirty two after one. Um, you know, Russ had fifteen in the first. He was just shooting really really well out of the gate uh we come up out of the you know the the intermission there between the first and the second uh dennis is you know in the game and he starts doing what he does and and gets deep in the paint he misses a layup and and morris ends up getting a touch shot right after that we come down get a nice defensive stop um and nerlens ends up hitting two free throws in that in that next play so we end up tying this thing up 36 all um and that's probably about the last time that we really tied this thing up uh we did not take the lead here we didn't take the lead till way later in the game um but one thing that that i was really really happy with was in this second quarter um the bench as a as a defensive unit stepped up i mean nader getting blocks that first one little questionable he's my guy so i gotta just sit there and roll with him uh the nvp got that block slash goaltending call it what you want uh but then he also you know made some pretty nice steals and 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 just made it tough for these guys to score whenever he was out there uh minus lou williams my you know lou williams just cooked everybody tonight and nader was one of the victims um you know, Russ comes, you know, back after his little break and he just keeps on going. I mean, he hits a really, really, really nice mid-range shot, um, just has everybody on their heels. And right whenever he has them on their heels, he just takes that jumper and it's just straight up, straight down. It's very, very nice. And as a defender, you can't do anything about it. I mean, it's either that or you're going to let them blow past you. So, you know, pick your poison. And uh, the poison of that mid-range is starting to heat up, uh, especially as of late. So I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. And he actually hit a really sick jumper later on in the game. A uh, nice little fadeaway uh, that I was not expecting off the right side. So, um, you know, Williams uh, comes out of the gate and scores 10 points uh, in about, like, I think it was about six or seven minutes. He just 
put out a lot of points really, really, really fast. We just didn't have an answer for the guy tonight. Um, not too many people do. He is just quick. He's crafty. He knows the game. He knows how to put himself in position to get to the line. He's just good. Um, hence why he's a two-time, you know, six-man of the year and plays starter minutes and still just can play really, really good at his age. I mean, 13 years in the league, and he's still going strong. Uh, kudos to him. Uh, not tonight, though. Screw you, Lou. Um, so, you know, the Clippers, you know, they take a timeout. Um, I don't know. It, it was just sort of some weird possession. So it was 46-42 at this point. Um, and there's about six and a half minutes, seven minutes left. Uh, there was two really nice plays. So the Clippers came out, ran a beautiful play, got a score. We turned around, sort of did the same thing, got a score. So it was really, really nice to see that going. Um, Steve-O tonight, he, he got to the line a few times, and there was something in the second quarter where um, he looks like he's shooting free throws at like one of those arcade games you know, what you play at Dave and Buster's and you just launch that thing at the backboard and you're just hoping it hits the back and hits the front of the room and stays in. That's what his free throw looks like right now. Um, that's just me. I don't know if anyone wants to agree, disagree with me, but it's it, it looks pretty bad. I don't know what, what happened to it from the beginning of the season, but uh, hopefully he gets his mojo back. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, throughout the second quarter, it was literally just the Lou... Gallinari and Russell show. I mean, between those three guys, that's what was really, you know, driving a lot of the action. Um, you know, we, we sort of fell apart defensively though. I mean, we, we ended up letting this thing blow up to 13 points in the, in the second quarter. Um, and we just weren't making shots. Uh, I mean, Dennis took a <laughs> lot of shots tonight um and just didn't shoot well i mean he shot five for 20 to finish out the night in the first quarter it was just it, it or the first half rather it was just bad um and out of his 20 shots he shot 11 threes so just to put this in perspective he hit his first three at the end of the second quarter going into halftime um at the end of the second quarter, one thing that I had noticed is Russell's penetration had the de defense collapsing so bad, and his three-point shooting as a late, you can tell, is making guys come out a little bit more on him, and it's paying off uh, big time, uh, in my opinion at least. I, there was a play at the end there where, I mean, Russell was literally surrounded by four guys, and just had an easy pass to the out, passed it out, and we got an easy score. Um, you know, Lou just continued doing what Lou does, you know, to end that second quarter and just killed us. Um, that's one thing I said with a lot of L's. Uh, he killed us. Uh, but, you know, in Thunder fashion, uh, we're staying consistent. And we were down double digits at half, so um, that's not something to be proud about. But I gotta, you know, try to make this somewhat fun and exciting for myself. Act like this thing's a win, since um, yeah, I'm getting my butt kicked by these solo pods doing this alone, and it's always a loss. 
so to you know get into the halftime here uh just to just to give you guys some stats what's happened up to this point we shot a whopping 38 percent from the floor the clippers have shot at this point at 51 percent from the floor um, we shot 19 percent from three with 21 attempts in the first half uh, versus their 33 percent and a lot less attempts uh, the other thing that that really stood out to me, and I was sort of okay with the bad three point shooting because we got to the line twenty three times in that first half. Twenty three times, um, we missed nine of them. We were fourteen for twenty three out uh, at the free throw line, and that's just something that has to clean up. It has to, has to, has to. I don't know how. I don't know if it will. But boy, if they could do it, it would clear so much of my heart problems up, uh, so many of my headaches, so much of my stress and anxiety would go away if we could just make some freak, some freaking free throws here. Um, you know, we were getting out rebounded by four at half, uh, it only forced four turnovers, but we only gave up the, the ball three times. So that's one thing I'm going to, you know, put a stamp on and say that the team did a really good job with keeping the ball, you know, and valuing possessions tonight. Um, we just couldn't, you know, we couldn't knock them down. I mean, that's just what happened. So at half, uh, Russ had 19, six and four, no turnovers at that point. Dennis had 10 points on, um, uh, you know, two for 11 shooting. It was just bad. Lou Williams at half, 21 points on eight for 13 shooting in 17 minutes. Gallinari, Gallinari had 22 on seven, 11 shooting um, at half. Them two were 10 to 12 from the line. So they were just not only putting buckets in like not at the free throw line, but whenever they got there, they were just capitalizing on it. And that's what this game boiled down to at the end of the day is these little things that, that you have to capitalize on whenever you have the opportunity. Um, and the Clippers, you know, put us in tough positions as far as foul trouble wise. And um, they, they made us pay. I mean, at the end of the day, they made us pay. So uh, to start off the uh, third quarter, uh, my uh, compatriot, uh, Steve-O, Steve Thunder fan, Stephen Dolan, he uh, had tweeted out on the Topic Thunder podcast uh, page that we had or that we didn't need to give them in the bonus in the first three minutes. Um, and I literally read that tweet. And the very next thing that happened was that we fouled our fifth foul three minutes and 17 seconds in. Three minutes and 17 seconds into the stinking third. I was irritated 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 um some of them seemed a little touchy i i just just don't like those little touchy inconsistent fouls I, I come from it if if it's not something that is a definite play on um and and just let it go just because you take one team or the other out of it and definitely happen tonight um third quarter wasn't good for us uh it, it really wasn't so one thing that that i really liked was russ came out and hit that real nasty jumper that i was talking about where he was just like fading away off of a spin it just it looked perfect it looked kobe-esque looked jordan-esque 
it, it was just pretty. Um, right after that, though, he gets his fifth foul um, in the third quarter. It killed me because, you know, the, the camera sort of panned over to him, and he's lobbying to try to stay into the game. And I'm like, no, no, no. Thankfully, Billy calls a timeout. Russell has to sit, unfortunately. Um, he's got five. A lot of our guys at this point are three and up. Um, a lot of our guys finished with five. We had two guys foul out. It was just, it was a weird stinking night. Um, what doesn't help on these kind of nights is when you're just missing a lot of shots um, and you're not playing good enough defense to really just shut these people down. Um so at, at one point in the third, you know, we were down, um, I believe, what was it again? Down on what, 11 at half or 14 at half? But whatever it was, at, at one point, we ended up, you know, bringing this lead down to five. And then it was right back up to 11 with about six minutes left in this game. Uh, the whole Zubac, Beverly, who got the jump ball. Um, this play happened right around here, and me and my buddy Steve-O, uh, mentioning him again, uh, were respectfully talking about that call. Um, I guess from my view, I, I thought that it was Beverly. He says it's it's Zubac. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and lean that it's that it could be both still. Um, it's not definitely just Beverly. I think it could have gone either way. And to make it less interesting, they went ahead and put Zubac at the jump ball. Of course, they win. Um, but, you know, we end up calling a timeout uh, not too long afterwards. Run a beautiful backdoor play. Steve-O makes a really nice pass to PG because uh, Beverly had been really overplaying all night long. And it, it kind of bugged me that PG didn't take advantage of that a little bit more um you know to, to his defense though too he wasn't getting a lot of calls um especially with with some of the ways that that beverly was playing him um able to be a lot more physical able to you know push of try to undercut and pg really just couldn't do squat i mean that's just what it was boiling down to um <laughs> uh I, I so you know after the the sort of back and forth uh you know after the jump ball and all this craziness and and you know just weird fouls you know because what really brought me into it was you know pg caught his fifth you know off of a really just weird touch it shouldn't even been a foul it should have been a no call at a, at the end of the day but they call a foul on him you could have actually call an offensive foul if you wanted to um it just it, it didn't work out our way so um for the next few possessions in this uh third we just took care of business i mean at the very end there um between the two uh dennis and jg they were keeping us in this thing, especially with both the guys, you know, our superstars on the bench, super proud of them. Um, you know, we, we end up making a little bit of a run. Um, the Clippers take a timeout. They are 
up 10. So it's 76 86 with about two and a half minutes left in the third here. So we go on a nice little run. Um, and it, it just continues with the guys that I just mentioned. Uh, Nerlens was all over the place tonight, all over the place. And he gets a very, very, very nice block. Um, it ends up turning into a Dennis three. It took it a little bit to actually, you know, formulate, but it was there. Um, you know, so to end the third here, you know, I just mentioned we were down 10 with two and a half minutes left to end the third. We're down four on a 12, two run. Um, really, really, really proud of the guys. Uh, and it was all on the defensive end. We just made everything that they wanted to do really tough. Um, and Nerland's, you know, minus his little touch fouls that he was getting was, um, you know, just superb tonight on defense. He was really helping out. Markeith Morris was great. Um, you know, we just, at the end of the day, we just did not have an answer for Lou or Gallinari. Um, so to open up the fourth quarter, you know, Nader's been sleeping, you know, he hasn't been doing too much all game. And in the fourth, he just erupts, you know, like the great Mount Kilimanjaro. I think that one's a volcano or an old one. Don't catch me lying here. I'm no geological expert. But he ends up bringing an earthquake to the stable center because he opens up with a nasty and one dunk. He caught him a body. Um, I honestly don't even remember who it was on. Um, I just like got so excited for him and said he caught a body he caught a body he caught a body so uh good job nader here's to many more sir cheers um so we, we end up getting a few more stops i mean we're we're playing really really good ball here um so nader gets him a body and uh what a way to start off the fourth quarter um, especially with, you know, how the second team put us in a position to, you know, stay in this. Uh, we had every reason during that third quarter, whenever Russ and PG sit to fold because um, some other guys had some, some high foul numbers too. So really proud of that. Um, you know, we, we go back and forth in this fourth quarter uh, at, at one time, um, you know, one thing that I that I sort of noticed during this fourth quarter is both teams were trying to push the pace, and it was sort of leaning our way um, at that point. And that's something that really, really, really uh, I like to see that. Just because in prior games, especially against some teams that are a little bit better, whenever we control that pace, we we usually control the win. Um, at the end of the day. So uh, really, really, really good um, effort by the second team. Um, of course, you know, we ended up cutting it to one with about seven minutes left off of a Marcus Morris. I believe it was a three. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, man, we're about to get this stop. And, and Russell's about to go do something cool to take the lead. And he misses a baseline jumper. Um, I was like, oh, man. Um, so we're still down one. It's 96 and 97. Um, we end up getting, and, and I literally wrote this down, another crap call on the block. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember which one this was because uh, there's a lot of crap calls. Uh, but 
nevertheless, it ended up leading to them getting a free throw. Um, so they get a free throw, and at this point, it's it's ninety six to ninety seven. Um, it just it stays that way, and then PG comes down in PG fashion and hits a ridiculous three front and center, um, puts the Thunder on the high side, as our one buddy uh, Brian Davis used to say. We're up ninety nine to ninety eight after that free throw that they made. Um, very next possession, pretty much, we go down, get a stop. It might have been a possession after. PG gets that crap charge. Um, I'm sorry. I don't agree with it. That was a terrible call at that point in the game. Um, Beverly's footwork and where he was at was breaking the basic rules of what an offensive player gets. You know, it's, it, it's, it's an offensive player's world at the end of the day. But for... Patrick Beverly to almost be sitting on PG's knee and PG moving and then him flopping and getting the call that, that breaks the rule of space um, and balance. If, if you want to, you know, get into it a little bit more, I just, I hated, hated, hated that call. Um, Cause you know, it, it seemed like it was starting to turn downwards from there. Uh, but of course, you know, Russ is going to be Russ. Um, we go down, you know, after that offensive foul, I believe they they end up doing something. They score. It's 101-99, Clippers way. Russell goes down, just air balls, a terrible three-pointer. Um, it was to the wide right. Um, that was a field goal. Man, that thing was up in the corner near the tunnel. Um, it was just bad. Uh, and then he totally redeems himself on the very next play. We get a stop. And he ties it up, and it's it's one oh one all, and we just the very next possession. There's about a minute left here, and um, about a minute and a half maybe. And it's right in that area, and Ferg gets a terrible foul in my opinion. Um, just bad timing. We end up getting them holding the ball all the way down to four point eight seconds left. And we bail them out in the bonus and they go to the free throw line on an inbounds play. Um, Ferg just got his feet tied up. Really can't do too much about that. Uh, So they go ahead. They make that both free throws. Russ goes down. Iso's Harrell. I think Harrell and Alexander have added themselves to the list of uh, players from the Clippers that he's going to go at. Um, especially after tonight, there was a, there was a lot of chippiness, uh, from all of them. Uh, Alexander thought he could defend Russell. Um, Alexander thought he could just bully Russell. Um, and he got bullied. Um, Harold, Harold's just a dog, man. As I mentioned, he's, he's good at what he does. He's very, very good. Um, he's not going to wow you with athletic ability and all this other crazy stuff, but he's going to play ball. Um, so we go down and the last minute, minute and a half, two minute range was just really stinking weird. So, um, this is all leading up. I I believe it was a Lou Williams three. Um, we go back and forth. Russell ends up hitting one with about a minute left, um, ties it up. 
Uh, I believe at this point it's it's either 105 all or it's 108 all. It's it's one of the two here. Um, but that was our chance. You know, we, we finally tied it back up after all the adversity that we had faced there. And that was the moment. I mean, if we were going to take this thing over, it would have been from that moment on, you know, after that Russell three. Um, but, you know, you would think any other time we were, that actually put us up one, um, or no, 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 left us down one. I apologize. 108, 107 Clippers way. Um, so minute 24 left. I'm like, all right, there's still a chance. There's still a chance. The very next possession, Gallinari gets switched over to Dennis. Dennis does make it a tough shot on him. I, I will give Dennis that. He made that thing tough. He misses it, or he makes it, rather. We go down. Russell gets a charge. Sixth foul. He's out the game. Terrible call right there. And that's sort of just when the wheels fall off. Um it's just a bunch of garbage time from there. Lou Williams being Lou Williams, being clutch some more, hitting free throws. Gallinari hitting more free throws. Um, that's a wrap. I mean, it was 110-118, Clippers way. I mean, I, I, I sort of did a like a hybrid little, uh, you know, analysis while I was doing this recap. Um, but this was just one of those ones where you just needed a few things to go right, or you needed to put yourself in a position to do some things. And it just never came through. Um, it doesn't help that the Clippers got 20 more free throw attempts than you. It doesn't help that you only generated three, three, three free throw attempts in the whole second half. Um, doesn't help that you shot 25% from three and, you know, 40% from the field. Um, doesn't help that you only forced 10 turnovers and you, you got to have those turnovers. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, this game really, truly, in my opinion, came down to just a couple of little heads up plays. Um, or maybe a couple of wrong calls, you know, fill it in however you want to there. Uh, but this was still something to be proud of for our guys to come off the road, come out late, come in tonight, and compete with a team that was on a four-day break. Uh, to me, that was huge. Um, I'm very, 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 very proud of what they did. Um, not proud of the officiating. <laughs> I'm I'm still a little bummed about it, uh, personally. I'm probably going to be bummed about it tomorrow, uh, just because it's it, it drives me insane when an official or a crew essentially decide a game and dictate how a team's going to play for long, long stretches, and it's it's not returned to the other team to sort of balance it out and control the fire, essentially. Um, you know, I I ended up having to sort of splice this whole one together tonight, and I saw the video of PG's post game um, talking about the fouls. And dude's right, man. Like the guys out there, I'll admit, you know, some of our guys don't 
they don't deserve the call when they ask for it, right? But I think you could say every thirty teams has a couple of players on their on their squad that will do the same thing. Um, but this was just it was just a crazy night. I, I just don't see how we score, you know, <laughs> fifty two points in the paint and like thirty of those being in the second half and only generating three free throws three free throws. Um, yeah, we, we did shoot 21, you know, uh, more threes, but we still really just ran that thing down their throats. Um, something that, that as a team, they got to fix soon, um, is they're getting the possessions. Now it boils down to, in my opinion, what are you going to do with them whenever you get those? How much are you going to value them to get these shots that we absolutely need and want, um, especially in certain parts of the game? Uh, like I said, I'm not going to blame this on a bunch of just, you know, Adam sucks or a player sucks or the ref suck. I mean, this was a, a, a landslide of a bunch of different things. Um, as old Stevie Nicks would say, a little Fleetwood Mac uh, drop there. But, um, you know, we're going to live. We have, what, a game on Monday night against the Jazz. It's it's one on the road. But then we get to come home for a while, guys. So I know it's been tough, especially the last couple weeks. I've been here with you. Uh, I've had to cover two L's myself doing it solo. So... I totally understand what you guys are going through. Um, don't be too mad. You know, just don't be too mad. Um, so, you know, just to keep this thing rolling, um, let's get into this unit of the game. We're supposed to be a unit. So I'm going to just go ahead and... I think I'm going to give it to the second unit tonight. Um, first unit did what it needed to do. They just had a lot of foul calls, but when our back was against the wall, that second unit brought us back into this thing and did a really, really good job. Um, and it was sort of a, a mix, you know, I, and whenever I say second unit, it's going to be interchangeable with Russell or PG, um, depending on where we're staggered at in the lineups right then. Uh, overall, I mean, those guys played a hell of a game. Nerlens was was great on defense whenever he wasn't getting a foul. Um, Dennis took a lot more pride, you can tell, in that Lou Williams matchup and made it tough for him in a lot of situations, um, or at least attempted to. And others, he got lost on. I mean... This was just one of those games. Uh, but as a unit, it was that second team. So uh, to keep this thing rolling further here, you know, this was a tough one to sort of choose a player of the game. Um, it honestly was just because I was like, man, this was more of a team win slash team loss, which every single one of them is technically. But um uh, I just went through the stats and the thing that impressed me the most tonight was Russell. Um, not so much as three point shooting, you know, that wasn't his, his strong point, but uh, 
you know, he did a lot of other things really, really well. So I buried the lead there. Um, I'm famous for that. If you haven't, you know, caught on by now, um, it's Russell. I mean, he finished with 32, seven and eight. He shot a very nice line, 12 for 23 from the field, two for nine from three. So that's not too hot. Six from eight, six for eight from the free throw line. It only had one turnover all night, just one. Um, and granted, he didn't have the toughest defender on him. He had the mismatch all night. But hey, it is what it is, and he's our player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? That'll <laughs> <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know what else is dumb? Me having to cover a loss alone again. <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, you know what else is dumb? The refs are dumb. Uh, you know what else is dumb? Patrick Beverly's dumb. Uh, there's a lot of dumb things here. Um, but hey, we're, we're going to keep this thing rolling. Keep the positive vibes rolling. Uh, Thunder Nation, you know, the, the home court advantage is going to help us during this last stretch. So uh, don't fret too bad. Um, this is a really treacherous, you know, stretch that we're going through against a bunch of good teams um and you know we'll be back in action on monday night in utah so we we have some time to rest so um with that said i mean my name is jerry you can catch me at gerald amir of course this is the topic thunder podcast or you wouldn't be listening to it um you can find us at okc topic thunder on twitter uh, we just now started on dash radio and we can be heard on mondays i believe it's four central time on mondays i got a little nice hour segment that we do um it's mostly our weekly but uh it's it's fine we we add some more content in there for our weekly listeners uh we're still doing anchor guys we're still doing the voicemails let's pump them in here we uh we made a little software change so it's pretty fun for us to be able to do some things like that. And we want to get you guys involved uh, more than anything. So please, I mean, if it's a question, if you just want to rant and cry, you know, you don't have to tell us your name. If you just want to cry after something, or if you want to just scream for joy, I don't care. I want to hear you. I want to know how excited you get for stuff as, as much as I do, or, or how upset you get as much as I do now keep it clean. You know, we, we try to keep it PG, but, um, you know, that's just another way that you can reach out to us. <clears throat> uh, you know, we're on now that's Thunder basketball. Uh, you know, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, of course, anchor iTunes, uh, anywhere else you like to enjoy your podcast. Uh, and you know, we're just, just a bunch of dudes just trying to have fun in this season with you. So with that said, y'all, it is really late at night. I hope you guys have a great weekend and let's thunder up.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.